This week on the Digital Marketing Scoop, we're talking about how to start your blog. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop. So this week we're going to be talking about blogging. Um, blogging is a absolutely fantastic platform for for any business. Um, you can create you know great content uh, around your products, around your services. You know, give value to people, and and it's a great way then to to boost your rankings in Google by producing great content and have other people link link it to it then. Mm. Um, so I suppose the the how to 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 choose the topic for your blog is obviously going to be related to to your industry. You know, what what are you an expert in? What can you yeah. give value to people in? What what information can you? What written information can you produce or video information you you can produce that's going to give people value and it's going to to help the reputation of your business yeah exactly and i mean topics i know you could probably if you're getting starting with a blog now like you might think oh it's a bit saturated but actually there's a there's a lot of value that blogging can bring to your company and that you can give to people especially if you're in a niche oh 100 percent. yeah 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 and if you are in a, a smaller niche as you say then it's it's going to probably be a lot easier to to reach the yeah. exact people you want to get in front of. Yeah. Um. So, but regards start your blog. If you have an existing website already, I ideally your blog will be hosted on your existing website. Yeah. Because you want you know the the people who are visiting the blog, um, and people who are linking back to the blog to for it all to be taking place on your on your own domain name. Yeah. Um, so I mean, in the ideal situation, that's that's where where it would be. Um, now, if you're just starting a blog and and nothing else, then you you probably you're going to there's two options you can go, um, either what's called self-hosted, which is where you would host it yourself, or using uh, a hosted platform like WordPress, uh, Squarespace is one. Yeah. Um, there's, there's there's so many of them there's out loads, there. Yeah. yeah, Wix. There's I don't know if Wix, that's a blogging one, yeah. but there's there's so many. If you just did one search for it, there's there's a lot. There's plenty. Yeah. Um, so what we would have experience in here is is self-hosted WordPress. So that means you would go out and you'd buy your own domain name. Yeah. Um, so th- obviously that's that's step one. Are you are you using your domain name to brand yourself? Are you using keywords that are related to your blog in the domain name? Um. Are you using your name as your domain name? So that th- there's lots of different places you can start with that. So if obviously if you're um, creating a specific kind of brand, then obviously that's that's going to be your your domain name. Yeah. Uh, and what you w- might want to be your domain name, you might want to check if it's still available. If it's available. <laughs> It's been a while now, so yeah, yeah, that could, yeah. it could be good. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are buying your domain name, there's, there's loads of places. Uh, Let's Host, Namecheap, GoDaddy. Um, they're, they're some of the yeah. most well-known ones here. For um, any .ie ones, I've always used Let's, Let's Host. Let's Host, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so once you've done that, then you you need to host your, your blog somewhere. Um, in-house here, we use a company called Get Flywheel. Um, we find them fantastic for, for WordPress hosting. Yeah. Um, WP Engine is another really good one for WordPress hosting, um, but our experience here, Flywheel, absolutely brilliant, rock solid. Like their customer service is amazing. just second to none. Yeah, yeah. like they are just, I yeah. would say Apple level customer service. <laughs> like they are just so good. <laughs> and also their their uptime. One thing you might find using kind of cheaper hosting options, your site can go down quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so. 
yeah, definitely some, some managed kind of um, WordPress hosting does it make it can make a, b- a big difference to yeah. the user experience in terms of speed as well. Yeah. Um. So I suppose once you've got your your domain name, um, and you've got your your hosting set up, you probably want to to put a bit of a design around your blog. So if you're using WordPress, obviously you can go out and have something custom developed, but if you are not doing going that route, if you're you want to, if you've got if you're within a certain budget, um, Team Forest is a really yeah. good place to go to try and get um, designs, pre-made designs, basically that you can yeah. you can fill in your your logo and fill your content into. Um, as we mentioned, if you're if you're not hosting it yourself, then Squarespace, yeah. those types of sites, they'd have lots of different templates. So many built-in themes. I mean, yeah. some of them, some of the prettier ones will come out of come out of premium. But I mean, if you're investing in it, the, there's plenty on Squarespace and stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so you've got your blog set up. You got your team. You're good to go. Where do you start with writing your content? <laughs> team effort. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I, I suppose I if what I would always say is if you have data already, if you have things like Google yeah. Ads data, um you you're probably going to know potentially what your customers are asking, what information you you, yeah. you should help with them with. Um another place to look is your FAQ. If you see frequently asked questions coming from customers over and over again. Yeah. There, they can be great places to start with topics for your blog posts. Exactly, and like for Google snippets and stuff as well. Like they're mad for questions at the moment, yeah. especially in the move towards voice search. Yeah, you know, just write the question, write the answer. How to do ABC? How, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So, and another thing I like as well, if we'll say if you don't have that data, um, within your industry, ty- start typing some questions into Google around what you think people might be interested in and scroll down to the bottom of the, the search results in Google and it'll show you other searches around those topics that have taken place. Yeah. So that way you kind of know, okay, this is something people are interested in. Here's how they're phrasing that search term. Yeah. Okay, I this is something I know about. I'm going to create a blog post about this. Yeah, that's a, that is such a good place to start as well because a lot of people start with the keyword planner tool and kind of... More recently, it's it's actually getting better data from Google search engine itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so once you've kind of written your blog posts, um, you know, decide, it's, it's a bit like our podcast here, decide on a schedule. Are you yeah. writing a post once a week, twice a week, three times a yeah. week, whatever it's going to be, set the schedule because if you don't set it, it chances are it won't get done. Yeah, and the other <laughs> thing as well is that you are you can have two varying schedules for it. I mean, if you want a blog post to go out every two weeks, you might spend one week or one day in a week writing three or four of them and then you yeah. have them for the next few weeks. That's a that's a sometimes an easier way for some people to manage it. But whatever your schedules are, just make sure that you're consistently actually sending those out every week, second week, month. Even if if all you can commit to is a month, just do it monthly. Don't, yeah. don't overwhelm yourself with daily or weekly, especially for blog posts. Yeah, and like over time, probably people are going to to get used to the frequency, so you don't you don't want to miss that. Yeah, um, exactly. And a lot of people they'll tie in blog posts with their their newsletter, so whether it's monthly or weekly or whatever it might be, and they would link to their most recent blog posts in their their newsletter letter as well yeah exactly. so, so people kind of you know they get excited about your blog post they get especially yeah. if you're providing good content it's going to be something that they're going to want to read yeah um so within your blog post i suppose one thing as well is once you've written great content you know at the end of it is to maybe include a call to action not not necessarily to 
you don't want to do a hard sell in your blog post. It's the last no, thing you no, want to no, do. No. What you want to do is be providing really, really good content and providing value yeah. to the customer. But I don't see any reason you shouldn't have a call to action at the end of it. No, no, no. And it's something I've always done. I don't know if, but at the end of a blog is um, I'll switch to italics <laughs> and just almost have two sentences of if you'd like to know more about blah, 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 contact or fill exactly. in the form. Yeah, or whatever. And it just kind of, I always find the italics just kind of change the tone of it as well. It's like, you are finished reading the blog and that didn't sell to you. Here's, here's, here's a soft sell. Here's a little <laughs> angled sell, <laughs> literally. <laughs> so as well, you've, once you've once you've launched your blog, then you, you're going to want to track, um, you know, how much traffic you're getting, where yeah. you're ranking, all that kind of information. So obviously, the, the the main tool is Google Analytics. Yeah. So once you've you've put that in your blog, you know that's going to tell you how how much traffic you've got, um, where your visitors are coming from. But one thing you're probably going to want to do is to actually track your rankings within yep. Google. Um, in-house here, we use Moz. And basically, that's you're going to put in all the keywords you want to rank for yep. um, into Moz. And it's going to spit back at you, you know, where where you're currently ranking for those keywords. Um, so obviously, over time, probably the goal of your blog is to generate more awareness for your product yep. or service, more traffic for your website. So having that knowledge is really good, especially if you if you do find a Moz, oh, my blog post got to... Uh, let's say position 15 in Google. Yeah. So you're on page two. You obviously, you want to be on page one. Yeah. So maybe it's time to do a deeper dive on that content um, yeah. and link link back to that content and push that content more to social to try and over time, hopefully, you know, get it from that page two to yeah. that page one. Yeah. Um, I find Moz so good. I use it for nearly nearly all clients that I'm writing any any form of content for. It's 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 perfect. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it, it gives you suggestions as well it on, does, on yeah. topics. And, and you can um, rank, uh, like you can put in your three or four competitors and see where they're ranking alongside you for the same keywords. So you can kind of go, oh, yeah, <laughs> I need to come up a few here. That's, that, that's one thing as well. You Another place to get ideas, competitors. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true too, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, so, so yeah. Look, I suppose if you haven't started a blog, um, definitely, I would say you, you definitely look. It's industry specific, but at the end of the day, if you can provide value online to people who are potentially interested in your products and services, then yeah. why why would you not do that? Yeah, I think the one the most important thing with a blog is is to write evergreen content. Don't make it date specific. Don't yeah. make it only relevant don't be putting up like uh oh we're gonna have a big christmas sale this christmas because christmas will come and go and yeah. your blog is pretty much useless un- unless you're doing one again next year yeah and, and that's the only thing you <laughs> c- to, is to update the post as yeah, well if you yeah. are doing content like that because we'll say let's say christmas yeah. is the example that people let's say it's christmas 2019 christmas 2020 people are, st- are potentially seeing the info on 2019 yeah which true. can cause some confusion then yeah as well. exactly so i think evergreen content is a really good way to go because if it's right content that'll be not just relevant now but if someone in five years searched for the same kind of topic or something that that it would be roughly the same i know technology and everything will always move quick quickly but if you're in a kind of space where it allows for it, definitely try right for a piece that will last as long as possible. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. That's been this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop.